Welcome to the Yellow Light Podcast. This is 4.15 p.m. and this is Varun Mehra. All set for this podcast. This is going to be some eventful journey uh, podcast. Uh, one of my exciting journeys and for all the furry parents and all those uh, families, individuals, bachelors who'd like to travel with their furry friends. This is one of an interesting one for them. Uh, so this is my journey to uh, Bombay. Now, Bombay is a place that I love. Every time I travel there, I feel like I have arrived. I feel alive. It's just in the air. So whenever I land, I feel that. But this time, I wasn't landing. I was supposed to go by train because I couldn't have asked Wylan, my pet, into uh, a box and be kept in cargo because I know what it does to the animals. Now, obviously, if you've made them used to it, they feel, they'll feel okay. But I'm not. I didn't do that. And I didn't do that consciously. Now, I know some of you may say you should have, etc., etc., but that's a decision or a choice that I made. So I never allowed Wylan uh, to be in the cage. So I had no choice but to go in train and that even first year. So I had to do a couple of things. I needed to get the ticket, two tickets, one for myself and one for somebody who doesn't exist. But to ensure that one and I can stay in a coop because I need to get a coop, if not a cabin. If I need cabin, I'll need to pay for four tickets or so four people have to travel uh, to have island in the uh you know, in the train. So I thought I was being wise. I booked two tickets, one for myself, one for on violence behalf so that I can get a coup. Second, I had to go to the railway office. So I did a Reiki before, uh, a couple of days before, and I went and the station master made it sound like it's the most difficult thing to do. And he made me feel like, why the hell are you even thinking of doing something like this? But I was determined. Obviously, my dad echoed that emotion and he kind of felt that I could just be easy on myself. But I said, Dad, we're not going there anymore. So we went and we started having conversations. I needed to write a letter and submit the letter a day prior to Station Master. So I did, along with the documents, which included me, my government ID, the letter as vaccination certificate uh, from the doctor, which I had taken a day prior. Now, the doctor was also not very uh, comfortable giving it in the beginning, but I guess he had no choice because he is the doctor that Wylan has always been consulting. So he had to, and he did charge me for that. I'm, I was okay with that. So I went to the station. Heat. Hot. And then the station master said, oh, you don't have to submit the letter here. You have to go to somewhere else and I was like holy man I can't be traveling because it's it was hot so much but I said I don't have a choice I booked the ticket now I'm not gonna get the money back so I made the hard choice and I went to Baroda house submitted the letter came back and I was like oh I mean it's all done I'll get the coop allocated and I was all sorted because you know it just made sense to me I had two confirmed tickets. A coupe has two. And I don't see a reason why 
others may not be allowed to be in the uh, cabin and they may just be okay with that. So I didn't see a reason or a rational, but I probably expected too much. Before I was about to reach the station, I made an attempt to reach the station for, I left from home four hours early, thinking that if there is something that happens, at least I'm able to maneuver through. But it took me three hours to reach, which was because of the crazy traffic, 45 minutes only around the railway uh, station. So I asked my one of my friends to come along to help me out. And so he was kind enough to do that. And I was trying to tempting, uh, tempt him to kind of, you know, travel with me because, you know, his girlfriend stays in Bombay. So I said, why don't you come with me? It's a free ticket. I'm not going to ask you to pay. I would anyways have spent the money. You just uh, go and get this opportunity to spend time with her. But he was reluctant for uh, different reasons. So... I reached the station and I get a text message on my phone that you've been allocated cabin lower and upper berth. And I was like, man, this can't be happening. This is crazy. I've got so much of stuff. I had three bags. I had violin and I'm at a station. And if you've been to Delhi station, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's so crowded. How am I going to maneuver through carrying violin and not have street dogs follow me up or even people scaring off. But now that we'd started this <laughs> journey, I was like, okay, let's just do it. So we went to the station. I, uh, you know, got to the parcel ticket, uh, parcel office, because I was supposed to get a ticket for violin and the parcel officer told me, Okay, so show me the message that sh says that I have a coupe assigned. Now I was trying to be coy. And I was like, uh, my message? Oh, yeah, I got a call from 139, but I realized nothing is going to work. I like the fact they didn't ask me for bribe. They just simply said, oh, you know what? You're not assigned a coupe. We can't give you a ticket. It didn't work in my favor, but that's okay. I went back. I was like, what the hell am I going to do now? So now my next task was... I needed to get somebody in the train to give me the coup. And I was like, hey, human beings are kind species. So I am sure they are going to do that. But I was surprised again. None of them. I had like four coups in this train. None of them, not even single one was ready to give me the coup. And the last one, which I actually, so what I did was I entered the train and I pushed myself in one coup, assuming that the person would be okay. This person comes and tells me, get out of my coop. And he actually said that. And I was like, hey, dude, you, you know, you don't want to give the coop to me. I get it. But you don't have to shout at me like this. But I was still trying to be nice because I needed the coop. So I was like, and he's like, no. And then he was being sarcastic. And, you know, I really felt bad. I, I think all of us deserves respect and uh, sensitivity because I tried telling them the reason that because my sister is pregnant and I have to go, she's, you know, about to deliver. He said, I don't care. And, you know, that's that, that's where it made me feel that as human beings, we've become so, uh, so rude. Uh, I wish if I could, I would have punched the guy just because he was just being disrespectful at that moment. Now, my story may or may not be true, but at least show sympathy or I won't say sympathy, 
at least be sensitive to your comments. You don't have, you don't want to give a coup, nevertheless. So I didn't get a coup. The person I was assigned to seats, obviously they were, they were a couple and a kid and wife is not okay with a dog in the cabin. And she said, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not okay with this. So unlike usual TTs, this TT was kind enough to me. He wasn't kind enough to an inspector who was trying to enter the train with some girl and said that we're going to travel together. And this TT shouted this policeman down. He said, get out of the train. I don't want And he had this aura of angry man that I think the police officer couldn't do anything because he knew he wasn't doing the right thing. And I was like, Warren, you have to gather your courage and you have to kind of do it. So I called the TT and he said, hey, this is what's happening. He even shouted at me and gave me those, you know, uh, like you slap on the back kind to say, did you not know this? Why did you do this? Etc. etc. My brother-in-law spoke to him. He didn't listen to him as well. But I guess he's kind and he reached out to different people in the groups and none of them agreed. So he was kind and he said, hey, there is a box near the driver's seat. Why don't you sit there? Why don't you allow Violin to sit in that box? It's like a cage and you sleep in the uh, cabin. And I was like, dude, do you know what you mean? I said, if I really wanted to do this, I would have traveled by plane instead of traveling this uh, long journey. So I know that's not going to happen. And forget about me, Violin is not going to make it happen because he's not and he would never uh, be okay being away from me and in a space which is so new to him and I didn't want it to impact his mental health. So I made the hard choice again. I decided to sleep on the floor, even having two tier one tickets and allow Violin to sit next to me or sleep next to me for the night. Because the women, in the, the girl, the woman in the cabin, she was okay, me coming in the morning. I really appreciate that. But I think I definitely want to call and say the staff in the train was so good and I can't thank them enough. I'm indebted to them. I wish I could do something for them. They made it easy for me and my brother-in-law who told me, Varun, whatever may happen, you will not get out of the train. You will not leave the train. The moment you're in the train, he has no choice but to make arrangements for you. And I had this moment of, <laughs> you know, power. And I was like, okay, I will not. And my my stuff is on the platform because nobody allowed me to keep the stuff in. So my friend is like, okay, where do I keep this? I said, get that in quickly because only one minute was left. And he kept the stuff in the train and he left. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? This is a journey from Delhi to Mumbai in a train. And I'm going to travel without any confirmation. Well, I had confirmed ticket, but I think it was overwhelming. So I did get into the train and started my journey sleeping on the floor. And I can't tell you how elated I was and how happy I was because I was like, to hell with everything. I, whatever this journey may be, but I'm going to remember this and I'm going to be in that place and enjoy the journey, whatever may happen. 
And this is the kick that I probably was looking for in life. So I traveled, I had great time, I think great food, uh, some great people, some were just jerks, I can't uh, deny that. But I think overall, I really realized I was smiling and I was happy for what happened. I, I don't know what happened, maybe it gave me a kick, but I was happy with what happened. And eventually, I landed at the Chattapati Shivaji Terminal. My brother-in-law and my nephew had come over to pick me up, very kind of them. And the moment I landed, I was like, holy God, this is so, so, so fulfilling. And finally, I'm here. And again, that sense of like, I'm alive, the air, the Bombay air. And I was happy. And I can't tell you how happy was I when I landed there and the whole, it was raining, I could smell the air and the rain and I was in Bombay. So this is how the journey was. And if you've had a journey like this, or if to all the furry parents, friends, brothers and sisters out there, if you've had such incidents, I'm happy to, and I look forward to hear from you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I hope you do everything that it takes to book if you're traveling with your foreign friends. Take care. See you on the next side. Thank you for tuning in.